Sure, it probably wasn't uh, too pleasurable to look back at week two last year. Um, how do you guys get better against the stunts that you know that you're going to see from these guys? Well, I think what the, the first thing you do is you, you study them. You, you watch them on tape. You look throughout the, the entire season. And uh, one thing that you have to do at this level is, you know, uh, I remember my first coaching job, there was a, always a sign in, in the weight room that said, championships begin in the division. So in the offseason, what you need to do is study your division opponents. So you study Dallas, you study Washington and Philly, and then you find out, you know, you, what, what worked against them, what did they hurt you with, you look at all that different stuff, then you work on it. And so they're, they're an athletic, talented team up front, and so um, you go back and you learn from your mistakes, what worked, what didn't work, what do you need to correct, and it's just a, it's an ongoing process. Do you have fewer questions to answer with the group of five that you have up front this year? And what do you need to see, or what are you anticipating seeing from that group? Um, well, yeah, there is. There's you, as you're starting to get, you know, you got a lot of new guys up there playing. A couple of new guys. Pio's kind of a new guy because he didn't play all last year. Um, I think the one thing about it is you, you get the, you, you kind of got the chance to get to know them in the off season and during spring. Kind of everybody's different. You have to know how to coach those guys within their personalities. There is less thing to answer. You, you got to when you bring in two veteran players on the right side with uh, with Kevin and Mike. You know you've got some veteran guys that are real pros. They know how to study. They know how to practice. Um, they're 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 taking the advanced course, and so now it's just it's it's our job to to work together to put them in a position to execute on Sunday. But uh, there's a lot less questions. I mean, some of the questions, most of the questions were answered during camp and where we needed to go. A two-part question, I guess. What, what did you see from Eric Smith that made him, I, maybe when you guys were playing against him and the Jets, that made him somebody you guys wanted to claim? And then secondly, what did you see from Slade that makes it easier to move on from Wheeler, a guy who started 14 well, years? It wasn't, it wasn't hard to move on from Wheeler because I, I, Wheeler was a good, hard-working, developing, developing player. I would say both Slade and Smith have a lot of the same characteristics. They're, 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 they're big, tall, long, athletic guys. They're very good athletes. And, and the game on the edge is as a game of athleticism and tackle. The game in the inside three, it's a, it's, a, it's a brutal brute force game inside. But if you've got athletes that are, that are running four or five off the edge, you better have athletes that can block them. So I think the thing that those guys are, they play with athleticism, balance, redirect, um, they have those type of athletic skills that you develop that, that hopefully in the future be able to handle those speed edge rushers that you have coming up, that you have to deal with every week. What can we expect from, what, do you, what can people expect from this group? Like what, do you, what, what do you think you're going to be able to hang your hat on? I think, I think the one thing with this group is, is um, I think they'll play tough. I think they'll play sound, foot, sound technically. No, I, won't, I don't think. They will play tough. They will play sound technically. They will be dependable. Remember, you know, you got to make sure you've got dependable players that are doing the right things at the right time. You can't have mental errors. You can't have pre-snap errors. You got to be doing all the right things. You got to play. You know, you're basically playing against guys that are better athletes than you. Um, so you need to make sure that you're better technically than them. They are. So I think that's we'll get some good, solid, hard, tough play that'll be dependable, um, physical, and. Just guys, guys that are pros that you can count on week to week. You talked about going back and studying. What do you think was the biggest issue in week two last year that was giving you? Yeah, there was a lot of things. It was a new line. They were all coming together. Um, 
You know, it was, you know, the, the first, the second game out of the, I think, the, the, you know, I've played that place a bunch of, that's a really difficult place to play. It's loud, it's crazy, it's, you play, in the, you, it was a Sunday night game, it's like a, it's the closest thing to playoff type experience. When you play Sunday night football, is like a playoff game. That's just the atmosphere. Um, uh, I just think guys come back having a year playing with each other, you know, all of a sudden now you've got a left guard and left tackle, they got a year under their belt. You've got a center that's back healthy. Um, You've got two, two pros playing at the right side that have both been in, uh, been in big games before. You know, Rembrandt's playing a Super Bowl before this. This playing in Dallas ain't gonna phase him. He's played in the in the biggest arena there is. So you've got you've got some veteran experience. I think it's really gonna gonna help. I think anytime you play away, it doesn't matter just in Dallas. Anytime you play away, it's a tough environment in the NFL. It's hard to win on the road. Um, you're out of your element a little bit. So I think we have to make sure that we can play with a lot of composure. Um, Come Sunday. You talked about there being a competition at center in the past when we talked to you. What did P.O. do to, to win that job? I think, I mean, it was it was hard. I mean, it's, it, I guess it's nothing. I think Spencer Pooley's done a great job. Um, I think I think P.O. just, I mean, it was, I think P.O. did a good job kind of bridging, bringing the line together, um, played, plays physical, plays tough, plays with leverage. Um, I think we could go out, I think we could go beat, any opponent we play this year with either one of those guys at center, I think you know that that was the, that was the toughest situation right there because both those guys, like I do, we feel like we could win with either one of those guys at center. We really look at them as both the starters, but um, just kind of went with Po just uh, based upon his ability to play a little bit stronger, a little bit more leveraged. But the way you've talked about Remmers, it doesn't sound like you're any concerned about his availability for Sunday. No. I mean, he had a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a bug or virus or whatever. He was he practiced yesterday. He wanted to practice the whole practice. I wouldn't let him, but he wanted to take every rep yesterday, and I, I didn't let him take every rep. But he he says he feels fine today. So, I mean, I don't know. You ever wake up that morning feeling like shit? And you're like, excuse me. You wake, up, <laughs> you wake up that morning feel like, oh my god, you got a big presentation to make. It like of all days for me to get sick. I mean, it's like. But again, you just you fight through it and you go through it. I mean, he fought through it, and I would say, I would say by. Um, he feels good today. I would say he'll be ready to go. I don't yeah, know you, if there's a necessity, who moves to guard, P.O. or Spencer? Um, not really sure on that right now. We've, we've got about four or five different scenarios. Um, both of them have the ability. Both both of them have the ability to do that. So we've gone through all the different. We only dress seven guys up. You have to be multiple spots. So we have some multiple. But I can't really say which, where we would go with that. How what do you make of the increased uh, emphasis by the officials on these holding calls in the interior? Well, did you see that game last night? Yeah. Wow. Well, what they're trying to do is there were some, some players in the NFL that were literally tackling guys like this on every snap. And they decided to get out of that. So, again, that's bad fundamentals. So if you coach bad fundamentals and all of a sudden now it's, it's going to get – and you play with bad fundamentals, it's going to catch up with you. One thing that we've never tried, we've never taught holding. We don't teach to engulf. We don't teach any of that type of stuff. Um, they're trying to get that out of football. So, again, I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve because we've never, we've never tried to engulf or grab or hold. We don't teach that. We've always taught hands inside the framework. And they say if you get hands inside the framework, they're not going to call you. So I, I would hope that we'll be ahead of the curve on that. So they're that. watching for a guy's arms going outside. If of you're the restricting the guy's so. movement, your hand. If you're restricting the guy's movement, they're going to call you, as they should. Um, but again, it, it's more about to me. It's more of a technical issue. If you, and so everybody else is going to have to try to catch up. They said they were going to call it. They said it was going to be a point of emphasis. Everybody thinks it's just going to be in the preseason and go away. Watch that game last night. It didn't go away. No. So you better play fundamentally sound with your hands inside. 
or that flag's going to come out a bunch and it's going to negate a lot of good offensive plays. Thanks, Coach. All right. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks,